Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Funny Business Podcast. It may seem the same if you are listening over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite platform. But if you're watching the YouTube video today, boy, do we have a freaking treat for you. Um, I would like to say, literally sitting next to me today is none other than the other co-host of the Funny Business Podcast, Mr. Matt Summers. Matt. I, I, I don't even know what to say. We did it. We did it. We, we actually did it. You know, it was a long time in the coming. I can actually touch them this Ew, time. It's social distancing. Oh, that's true. That's my bad. That's my bad. But no, I mean, it's it's great. You know, this is another step forward for us, and it's a good opportunity for us to just hang out. Yeah. So so Matt and I actually had, uh, you know, Matt Matt had to do some things on campus for just dropping off some things. And, you know, he's like, hey. Damn like, school. Yeah. School. Wow. Can't believe it. But um, he, you know, is like, you want to do a podcast this afternoon? I'm like, oh my gosh, we can actually do the podcast in person this time. So uh, I'm very excited, Matt. And you're pretty souped up there. I, I like the setup here. I might, I might have to come up every week for this. So, so you know what's funny? What is funny? So um, I remember I was saying the surprises uh-huh. that were uh, coming up this week on the podcast, right? Yes, that's right. I, I remember that now. Um, so besides the microphone, oh no, that boom stand and that pop filter is actually yours. No way. Yeah, I gave it to you. Oh, man. Oh, this is dope. <laughs> yeah. So you're able to fit on your microphone that you bring to the house, and you can connect it, and you can literally put it anywhere. So That's insane. Now I got to fix my, my setup in my room. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Now I gotta, Now you gave me a job to do for the week. I actually <laughs> like this. So uh, oh, happy man. happy podcasting now. You for, are the best. Uh, well, I mean. The hostess with the mostest. The ho- <laughs> so this is the first time Matt is actually in my apartment. And uh, Matt, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you think of this apartment? I'd give it a nine out of ten. Okay, why? Why not ten um, out of ten? Well, I do love the futon. Obviously, we did have the futon. <laughs> this futon has been in my family uh, for about like thirty years. Yeah, but it's missing a nice cast, a nice casting couch. Would really bring it together. Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, it's it brings it gets the people going. <laughs> it really brings like a a wholesome feel to an apartment. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like like Matt said, this has been through four apartments. Is that correct? Four apartments? Yeah, four apartments. Five, five technically counting your house, too. Yes. Or did you move? Uh, no, it's uh, it was my place then. No, it's been four. Four? No, five. Five. Five yes, counting five. your home. Yep, that's correct. So it's been through five moves. Um, it finally has ended up in my apartment. And uh, what else is great about this podcast is that this is the last time that this futon will probably be used to the fullest extent because I'm actually getting a new futon next week. <laughs> I'm excited for you to get a new futon because this thing is junk. It is, <laughs> but this has been in my family for a while. Fun fact: we actually had two of these. So, do you want like the? Do you want no? Like, just, the, just toss it. You want to toss no, it? Just toss it. <laughs> it's a piece of junk. Like we, we we really don't need it. I'm oh, surprised man. you kept it this long. To be well, honest. so it, it really ticked me off at one point because um so so when Jenna was over, she'd always like I'd always sit on the side because you know it's always for my beer and whatnot. Yep. But um, it's the best part about it. Oh yeah, but what was annoying was when somebody sat in the middle. I don't know if it was somebody that stayed over one of the nights or somebody stepped on it, but the main frame was actually bent. Yeah, so, that was probably bent before we had it. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. So I blame you for that. Yeah, I'll blame we'll blame <laughs> we'll blame my brother for that. Okay. Well yeah. we'll blame uh blame yeah, Steven. Steven. Yep. Damn it, Steven. Uh, bitch. So <laughs> So I actually one of the days I was I think making lunch. I was still working from home that time. And I actually ended up flipping this entire futon by myself, and I stood on that metal frame. Like, you should have seen me. I was standing up, and I was pushing on the actual ceiling of my apartment and actually pushing down on it to even it out. So (laughs) I would have just thrown it out. (laughs) I know. It's one one person. (laughs) It's a lot. Like, this isn't, like, I know it looks like a crappy futon, which it is a crappy futon, but it does still weigh a lot. Like, the wood's pretty solid, and, like, it, it is tough to flip by yourself. I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean, it, I I did take step by step. Like, I actually didn't flip it completely. Like, you know, you know those chair flipping. Like, people did, like, right. chair flipping at one point. It was, like, a contest where they had to flip the chair over into 360 and land on its legs. Was, when was this? Um, A couple years ago. Oh. Was that, like, a middle school trend? Um, No, it was no. just, like, like, like the broom stands. Like, the okay. broom standings. Yes. That was cool. So. I actually did that. It actually did. It, it does stand. Successful? Yeah. I didn't videotape it, but you guys got to believe me because it's true. <laughs> Matt said on the podcast, so. I don't lie. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, I'm getting a futon. And, and when I texted Matt, I was like, hey, um, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm I'm seeing somebody different. And Matt's reply to me was, 
you whore. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Hey, it was a tough pill to swallow. I mean, it is a piece <laughs> of shit, but like, we, whoa, whoa, okay. Yeah, okay. And I'm the one who's Jeez. usually the, the, the pro here. <laughs> I guess I'm the pro now. But yeah, I mean, the futon's been through so much. It was like part of our college career. Yeah. I mean, especially it was, I mean, I, I feel like any college apartment should get a futon to some degree because you never know who's going to be over. You never know who's going to be, um, you know, crashing for the night or anything like that. But, you know, you you have no room in your bed. Um, you, it's really inconvenient to sleep in the kitchen. And yep. probably nine times out of 10, you probably are not like me and use another bedroom for an office. So yep. futon works out pretty well. Also, futons are great because like, on a couch, you can't really fit two people. Like, if you're a close friend is sleeping over at your buddy's house, it's just sleep on the futon together. Like, there's plenty of room for two of you. Just keep your socks on, and you'll be good. <laughs> Always got to keep the socks on. Always got to keep the socks on. We have socks on right now, yes. too. Yeah, see? Look at that. Matt, that's probably the most exercise Matt has done was actually lift his legs. No, I did cardio day. today. Did you? Yeah, it, my sweat was sweating. So you, you did cardio before you came here? I did. I did it this morning. So what did you run? Did you? It was like, so it was like uh, two exercises. And then like 30 seconds of high intensity training. Okay. So we had like sprint in place, high knees, jumping jacks. The hardest one was we had to do like side shuffle into a burpee. Interesting. Now, that did you watch fun. a YouTube video for that? No, or? there's like an app that I have. Oh, yeah. There's an app for that. Yeah. Pretty, no surprise. Pretty intriguing. So, you know, I, I think, Matt, this is absolutely fabulous to start. Uh, this podcast was just talking about actually physical stuff. So physical stuff that actually sounds pretty weird oh sexual it was very sexual <laughs> well we were talking about socks on for crying out well, loud so. i mean that's just common, common sense <laughs> well this podcast hasn't deterred from uh what we're going to be talking about today so obviously first half is about the entertainment segment and the second half is sports but we're going to kick off today uh with a topic that was almost discussed during uh one of our Fortnite nights say that five times fast um decline de- I'm not going to say that five times fast. Okay. Well, <laughs> see, this guy's got jokes when he's in person. So. I'm loving this right now. Absolutely loving it. But um, today we're actually going to be discussing a new update that was happening on Instagram. Uh, Instagram introduced Reels uh, within the past couple of weeks, um, whenever you listen to this podcast, um, in August. They released it in August. That way, this podcast can be evergreen, as it's called. So um, the biggest thing that's noted within these reels it is very much so similar to the app that both matt and i know and love and and that's tiktok um so with tiktok itself uh you know it's a it's a simple creative app that people will um you know do songs do dances to um we're actually going to do tiktoks this afternoon right oh we're going to do a hell of a bunch okay we're going to do a bunch so um make sure you follow um matt's tiktok at matt speed 96 matt underscore speed 47 47 you yeah. change numbers I switch on it me. up sometimes oh my yeah. gosh why 47 uh it's a shout out to one of my buddies in middle school oh. uh he actually passed away while we were in middle school oh okay so his football number was 47 That's i played cool. baseball with him and oh. stuff like that so i thought it was gonna be a joke and now no, I actually it was actually feel like a jerk That's okay. <laughs> i'm not mad um so what reels does uh, and i'm reading from the verge here uh, it says that Reels lets people create short-form videos set to music that can be shared with friends and followers and discovered while browsing the app. Uh, it's the newest opportunity for Instagram to bring in users, increase the amount of time people spend in the app every day, and establish itself as a video entertainment platform. Now, Matt and I were almost about to go off on this topic when we were playing Fortnite, but I'm like, let's leave it for the podcast. I feel like this is something that we could talk about. So, Matt, what are your thoughts on Reels? Have you dove into them? Have you done anything to them? Uh, no. So I looked at them because I was curious. I mean, I've made, I don't know how many TikToks I've made. I've probably made, made like, a lot. I've made like probably 40 TikToks. My dad still has more followers than you. Yes. Actually more views, I should say. Yes. That views is, and that, followers. That <laughs> I think I have more likes, but he does have more views. Yes. yes. I believe that's true. But I did look into reels. It's uh, maybe I just didn't fully look into it like long enough, but it doesn't look like it's going to take people away from TikTok. Okay. Because... One, I feel well. I feel like people don't know it well enough to switch right away, because like you, like people on TikTok, you can search like a sound. Even like I've tried to search like sounds before, and if I don't know the exact sound, I'll just like search part of it. Okay, and use like nine times out of ten, it pops up. So it's easy to find. The effects people know more than the use of reels, and I just feel like people aren't going to use Instagram reels. Like if they're going to go on Instagram, they're not going to look go on it to look for reels because. Most people have TikTok or Byte if you use Byte, something like that. So I, I 
I, I like the idea by Instagram because if TikTok does fail, people might switch over. But for the short term, I don't think it's going to work out too well for them. I don't know what your thoughts on. You're kind of the social media expert, <laughs> so I'm turning to you for this one. So I, I understand. See, this is my ticket. <laughs> so, so I understand your points with the fact that people don't necessarily know too much about Reels as of yet. But wasn't that the same with TikTok? It was, but I think that's also because they had Vine. So they had Vine. They then had Musical.ly. Remember Musical.ly? I'd never heard of Musical.ly. So, Musically was actually the alpha before it became TikTok. Oh, okay. So it was actually like a meld because people, Musically was more made based on music. Okay. But TikTok kind of melded it. It says, okay, we can do music, but now we can do videos of any kind. Um, so I think with Musically, I was on Musically at one point and I was like, I don't know what this is. And if you look far back enough, you can actually see some of the similarities between Musically and TikTok. So yeah, it's a very it, it was a very clean uh, change a layover I should say, um, so so I think it just it's only a matter of time that reels will actually start becoming a little bit more popular based on when people start getting on the app. The second thing that I will have to disagree with you about is that people um, will stay on TikTok now. We had a wonderful guest Trevor Abney on the show not too long ago, which by the way. Did hit a million followers not too long ago. So shout out Trevor again. Yes, shout out Trevor again. He's big time. Uh, remember the little people when you're famous. Yep. So meeting <laughs> us right here. <laughs> um, so with TikTok itself, there's been a lot of things that have been going on. You know, we've had the possibility of TikTok shutting down at one point. Um, Trump signed an executive order as far as U.S. Um, U.S. soil companies must buy TikTok in order to TikTok to still stand or else he's going to ban it. Um, I feel like Instagram has the edge in this sense or Zuckerberg has the edge on this. You mean the robot? Um, no. <laughs> yes. Um, with the sense that with Reels, Reels is a more sustainable and solid platform that it's being used on. TikTok every day, we get so worried that the fact that, oh, no, TikTok's crashing. Like, remember, there was no likes on any videos when we were scrolling yes, through? That was that was a terrible day because I actually thought TikTok was gone. Right. So you thought about that. When Instagram went down, remember Instagram went down? Like, it was people couldn't load the feed, yes, couldn't yep, load the yep. stories, anything like that. Yep. No one was kind of worried. They were like, oh, it's down. Whatever. So there's a scare tactic or a scare factor between TikTok actually still staying an app versus Instagram. So the longevity of the app of Instagram should probably still be sticking around and probably will have a longer shelf life than Instagram and TikTok. And I'm making that statement now on the podcast. <laughs> so I that's true. If TikTok does, does go away, like Instagram Reels is going to be big. But there's talks that Microsoft is going to buy TikTok, which I've seen they're actually like not close to it, but they're making good progress. I feel like if Microsoft buys TikTok, like, they're going to stick around for a while because Microsoft is is big time. Well, the thing that scares me is when an app tries that. So um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is Mixer. Mixer yes. was the streaming platform that Microsoft owned. It was a big competition with Twitch. As we all know, Facebook bought Mixer. <laughs> and yes. now Facebook gaming is becoming a thing. So also, too, what I saw was Apple was looking into buying it as well. Buying TikTok? Buying TikTok. Oh. So... I think it's a scapegoat. I'm going to, I think that's the proper terminology. Yes. It's a scapegoat because Apple wants to, um, Apple wants to raise Microsoft's price so high and Apple's going to back out the last minute and say, yeah. you know what? We're not interested in this. So then at Microsoft is just going to go down the hole yes. as far as buying TikTok. And now they have to try to find a way to create TikTok. But also, too, we're looking at it, the creators, or should I say the management of TikTok? When Trump was talking about, President Trump was talking about the fact that he wants to shut down TikTok, they were investing in $1 billion to their TikTok creators. That, that was the big thing that Instagram said they're probably not going to do as of right now is pay the creators. So if they're not going to pay the creators, they're not going to leave. Like go, like Addison Ray, she has no incentive to go use Instagram reels because she's probably, she's probably one of the creators that's going to get paid from TikTok. Charlie D'Amelio is a Charlie, 100%, yes, yes, no doubt. Those. And, and they're big on Instagram too. But just because they're big on Instagram doesn't mean that they're going to leave if they're getting paid from TikTok. 
Well, I think we talked about previously in an episode about the the differences between platforms itself. And you can be big on one platform. And I'll take YouTube, for example. Like People can be huge on YouTube, but they utilize Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat on occasion, and will promote their content, but they won't necessarily be posting the content. So even with like, I'll take, I believe Charlie D'Amelio was running a a um, collaboration with Amber Crombie. I think well, it was. It was always that ad that showed up when you um, were going oh, on to yes. TikTok. I yeah. think it was Abercrombie. Um, so with that, she was just posting about um, just Abercrombie, about her taking on you know this collaboration, but she didn't necessarily post anything on Instagram because probably what Abercrombie wanted was, hey, you have a big following on TikTok. Our target demographic is some of the people who are at that age. Right. We're going to give you X amount of money or whatever deal or... I think it was like pants. Probably. Yeah, some type of pants. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't go to Abercrombie. I, neither, I used to. They used to have decent deals. Wait, was it Abercrombie or Aeropastel? American Eagle. Oh, Aeropastel. Aeropa- I didn't Aeropastel. have that either. Yeah, so, um, but they're not trying to throw anything towards Instagram or Facebook. Like, they're really sticking with TikTok. Yeah, that, that I think, it, like I said, uh, first of all, I'm not surprised Apple got into business. I think as soon as they heard Microsoft was getting in they're like oh yeah we gotta get in with this too but i don't really know if they have a big interest in buying it mm-hmm. like you said i think it's probably just to raise the price but i i hope all in all i just hope tiktok stays it's fun like we don't want another vine like there's so many people that i was talking to in january february so you gotta get on tiktok tiktok you gotta get on tiktok it's so fun they're like who was no, the one that got I you won't. on tiktok you were <laughs> yes mike was the one that got me on tiktok but i was like it they're like oh no like i can't have like i don't want to get hurt because it's not gonna it's gonna turn into vine which we don't want it to turn into Vine. No. Which is why someone's going to buy it. I fully believe someone's going to buy TikTok. I don't. There's no way it's just going to disappear. Like it's not going to happen. They they make too much money out of having American content creators. Yeah. I dude, that's that's a perfect stance. I just think as far as shelf life, I don't think it's going to be consumed by somebody else. But how long was Vine around for? I didn't have Vine. Vine. Let's do a quick Google search Google because you search. know how that is. So this is actually, we usually have this, like I have like a, <laughs> when we're on the computer screen, it's actually um, around me. So how, how long was Vine around? Because I feel it's definitely got to be longer than TikTok right now. So it was founded in 2012 of June. Okay. Wait. Wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Damn, we June were in high of 2012. And then I remember, wait, sorry. Vine launched on January 24th, 2013. And then I remember they closed back when I was a soft, when we were sophomores in college, I believe. Okay. So that was 2015. So a yeah, couple of years. Interesting. So a couple of years. So, okay. um, but again, I, I think the longevity of it, I mean, again, Vine was bought by Twitter. So the longevity about it is that I feel like unless TikTok goes absolutely through the roof and has more accounts than Facebook, I, I just don't I just don't see it being alive. I love TikTok. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I freaking love TikTok. But I feel like it's gonna be consumed and we're gonna utilize it in a different way. It's a shame. Well, I'm, I'm, it's a shame because it's like I love TikTok the way it is. And yeah. I don't want it to change. Even though it already has changed because there's lot more dancing trends like like october and november tiktok of last year was so much better than tiktok right now yeah no so i much better. agree with you on yeah. that so um well i guess we're just gonna have to see whether the 45 days is up depending on i think it's know. september 15th is the date i think, I think. yeah 45 days and something August like 10th. that yeah it's i think it's the 15th 30 35 days uh, 30 45 days it's the it's the recording of this episode is the 11th you had 45 yeah it's around there so <laughs> give or take so um hopefully any of our creators that are listening that are from tiktok are uh crossing their fingers and hopefully that uh some decision will be made and we'll be excited to follow more of that and report it more on the funny business podcast but um on to the next and final topic for today uh matt i I know both you and i have been missing out church because of covid19 so um which actually you went to church not too long ago i've I've been to church every week actually oh wow okay yeah we have to to call and reserve reserve a spot but yeah we get in every week it's been interesting i mean you don't have to wear a mask the whole time there's no singing and other than that, it's really not too different. Okay. Like every other pew is closed. So there's only like, we, they only allow like 40 people 
but it's 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 been nice to get back. So has your priests, deacons, or vicars used chopsticks to serve? They communion? have not. They wear face masks, but chopsticks, no. Hmm. Interesting. So um, there is a uh, the the church, a Church of England vicar, is uh, using chopsticks to give bread to parishioners during Holy Communion while adhering to coronavirus safety protocols. Um, so Reverend Eileen Harup. Um, has taken the inspiration from her Chinese cultural heritage um, with an unusual approach to receiving communion, which is chopsticks. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, do they, like, is it only to the hand? Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Because if they do touch the mouth, then then I'm out. (laughs) That's a hard pass pass for me. Yeah, I I'm seeing right now that that most of their re- their um receiving, yeah, the receiving is based on the hands. Okay, that's good. But still, I think that's still not good because you're still making contact with the individual. But they could do it in a way where like they they don't actually touch the hand. They like drop it in. It's almost like the the crane machine. Like, but a, it's also kind of dangerous because like getting a little religious here. Like the the wafer is not supposed to touch the ground. Mm-hmm. Like they can't use it if it touches the ground, so you got to be very careful when you do drop it in. Did you ever see? I know this is getting a little uh, religious here, but did you ever see a whole uh, a host actually being dropped before? Um, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I think the person just picked it up and ate it and walked away. So you know what they're actually supposed to do? What? I so well, I'm, I saw this when I was going to a church in New York. When um, so <laughs> I had to go to Sunday school um, on Sundays. I couldn't do it during the week, and my church back in Pennsylvania was doing weekday um, CCD. So I could not do that. So I switched over to the church in New York, which is lo- like close to us. Like it's not. I'm driving an hour and a half away, right. but like New York State, not city. Right. Um. So so what I what I saw was um the host was dropped, and then uh. The individual, or the priest, I should say, Father Iggy was his name. Father Iggy, what a great guy. Um, the host was dropped. He's like, don't touch it. And like every single time somebody would try to touch it, grab it, grab <laughs> it. Dude's like, stop, don't touch it. What they do is at the end when communion line is done, um, Father Iggy would actually take holy water and actually go and take a cloth and would pick up the host, would pour oh. holy water on it and then rub the carpet. Interesting. As a sign of like, you know cleanliness within the holy spirit so i've never heard of that yeah i mean it it was kind of like one of those little touches that like you would never see regularly Mm -hmm. but when it comes time to those things like i don't know i feel i feel like it's pretty sacred to me like that that was a pretty cool sacred thing that that went through so um but chopsticks on the other hand i i'm not 100 percent sure (laughs) yeah i mean i don't even know if like that's like allowed because chopsticks technically chopsticks are a part of its own religion and i say that in huge air quotes right like you know chopsticks like you can't put them like you can't cross them which means some type of thing and you're supposed to hold them in a certain way and this is like chopsticks i I have every time i use i eat sushi i use a fork and my (laughs) friends are like the chopstick what the hell are you doing (laughs) i'm just like i can't use a chopstick i'm using a fork (laughs) do you just stick it like when you actually have you know i just stick it right right in the middle and eat it Yeah, so I I'm a little confused as far as how she has been able to um you know be able to utilize these chopsticks. So um yeah, it's gonna be hard to pick up a communion wafer with a chopstick too. I mean, unless you're really good at using chopsticks. Uh, yeah, but like I don't know, that seems like a little excessive. Like like just you can use your hands and just wash your hands. Like that's what my the priest that I, when I've been going the past few weeks, they just they put on. A mask or like some type of face protection, and they just use their hands and then wash their hands afterwards. Like that's, I understand you got to take precautions, but like washing your hands is probably the best thing you can do anyway. Yeah, because you got to wash your hands either, anyway after touching the the chopsticks. Mm-hmm. So it just seems unnecessary. I have to bring up the um the American priest that was actually squirting holy water in the cars. When I did not see sister. that either. <laughs> yeah, so there was a. I guess there was some type of like gather i guess it's more so just um like blessing like it was a blessing of like trying to be able to um work out the uh thing so interesting yeah i whatever floats the boat i guess yeah i there's got to be something better than chopsticks can you can't use gloves 
for communion yeah i feel like it would still um cause some things i mean either way no matter what you use yeah. you're still gonna have to wash your hands at the end of the day you gotta wash your hands yeah as Stephen a smith said wash your hands don't what? be nasty <laughs> wash your hands don't be nasty so um hopefully everyone is washing their hands and uh you know if you see any unusual things based on your uh religion i should say um make sure you let us know on our social media at funny business when we come back Matt's got his sports topics and uh, still chilling on the futon. Don't go anywhere. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics for today. We have a lot lined up, but Mike, I have a surprise for you. Oh, <laughs> so I surprised you in the first yep, half. I have a surprise for What's you. What's my surprise? It is time for sports trivia. Oh. <laughs> so you like uh, doing trivia for me. Yeah. So we're going to do something we're going to do throughout the show. So wait, were these were these topics like non No, we're going to touch. We're going to talk on them. Okay. We're, maybe not all of them. Okay. We're going to talk about them. Oh, dear God. So what I have for you today, so we're going to do this throughout the show. We're just you jerk. Trivia. You lied to me. Oh, I absolutely. Yeah. I grabbed my, <laughs> I grabbed my notebook yeah. uh, in between, and he's like, what you have that for? I was like, ah, just stuff for the topics. Topics. <laughs> yeah. So today's theme, I have 10 questions. Yankees trivia. Okay. We have old time, new time, everything in between. It's not multiple choice, but I will give you the year in which it happened. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's only 10 questions. Because I'm the nice guy and give choices. This guy gives me open-ended okay, questions. Okay, that was a lot of work. And at least you're, you didn't actually make that quiz. That was a BuzzFeed quiz. There's multiple so you made this made. quiz? Yes, I, I this, handpicked this these quiz, questions. This quiz is sponsored by Matt Summers. I handpicked these questions. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. Number one, which Yankee pitcher pitched the only perfect game in World Series history? The year... Was 1956. I don't know this one. I thought I knew it, but one? I don't. Can I, can, I, can I get a guess? Um, crap. It is. Uh, oh wow. Um, Goose Gossage. The answer is incorrect. Oh. Okay. Don Larson. Don Larson. Don Larson. Question number two. Oh, for one. Question what, was two. that? Was that like a formidable response? At least I know um, it was a pitcher. Yeah, that was that. Yes, he was a pitcher. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> Question number two: okay. Who was the first Yankee to have his number retired on July fourth, nineteen thirty-nine? That date should give you a hint. July fourth, nineteen thirty-nine. I will give you another hint. I'm a huge Yankees fan, by the way. I will give you another hint. Yeah, go ahead. There's a famous speech, Lou Gehrig. That answer is correct. Okay. It was Lou Gehrig. <laughs> One for two. I actually, that was my first choice until you said speech. And I'm like, well, no, no, no. That's a good choice. Gehrig, we'll, so. we'll get back to Yankees retired numbers in a second. Oh, great. Number three. Okay. What Yankee holds the Major League Baseball record for most consecutive games with a strikeout? That is batting with a strikeout. So batting with a strikeout. So the I'm year. up at batting. Correct. Okay. The year, 2017. Um... Oh, wow. I'm going to go with... <laughs> is it Jeter? That is incorrect. Is it Gardner? Incorrect. Um, Aaron Judge. Uh, 37 the... games. Yeah, that's no surprise. Because yeah. he's either, Jeter he's was either retired, hit. I believe. Yeah, yes, he was 2014. Yes. 2014 was when he... Well, it's fall of... I remember sitting in our room freshman year listening to his final game. All of a sudden, oh no, I wasn't our year. It wasn't. I was. I, that was freshman year. I hear um, somebody chanting Derek Jeter yeah. on his no. last home game. So that was me. Yeah, um, that was that was me. I have no shame. We weren't even were roommates by then. I have no shame. So one for three. Number four. Who was the first Yankee to hit a grand slam in his first game at Yankee Stadium? The year two thousand three. Giambi. It is, that's a good guess. Okay. It is incorrect. That oh. actually was, I believe, the first year you played with the Yankees. Oh. Hideki Matsui. Ah, Godzilla from Godzilla. Godzilla. God, so we are one. For, no, these are tough questions. <laughs> the tough. next time I'll make a movie. <laughs> You'll give me choices? <laughs> yes, I will give you choices next time. That's fair. <laughs> Number five, who who hit the first home run at current Yankee Stadium? So 2009. Yeah, 2009. This, this is a tough one. I'm not going to lie. Well, not super okay. tough. Can I can I throw a lifeline in? Yes. Was it his first year as a Yankee? Incorrect. It was okay. not. It was not. Okay. So that he is kinda... a lifetime Yankee. Never played for another team. It couldn't be Jeter. Was is it? it? Is that the final guess? Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. It is incorrect. It's 
Posada. Yes. Okay. Jorge Posada. All right. I'll follow that up. Yep. I'll give you that one. So I'll give you that one. Two for five. Number six. This one's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. Okay. This one's a little tough. Yeah. Which Yankee holds the franchise mark for the most double-digit strikeout performances pitching in a season? The year 1998. I will give you another hint. Um, he is currently... David Cohn. It is David Cohn. Yeah. Did you actually know <laughs> I that? Knew that? Really? Well, I like. I kind of like narrowed it down. Yeah. Because like obviously like he's so it, Matt was going to say he's he's announcer on the Yes, yes. Network, which is yep. what's hosted by it. So yep. wow. I only think because I, I don't think you're going to get that. No, one, I to be honest. All right, three so that's for a six. Bonus point. Three for six. <laughs> Four <yes>. for six. <laughs> uh, nine games he had with wow. Okay. Okay. From 2010 to 2019. Okay. This Yankee led the team in RBIs. 2010 to 2019? 2010 to 2019. Who led the team in RBIs? Gardner. Incorrect. He is second with 485. Um, Do you have a guess for number one? Longtime Yankee or? No. Do, does Sorry, I know I'm pulling, pulling teeth okay. on you. So this, this Yankee actually played 2010 to 2019, right? He played during that time frame. Not all of those okay, years. Okay, that's why it threw me off. Um, Teixeira. Yes, okay. Mark Teixeira, 500 RBIs. <laughs> I was like, that, that, I was like, who the heck played and is Gardner? That, that I'll give you that one because you got both top seeds. Yeah. So you're four for seven. <laughs> nice. Number eight. What is the only number that is retired twice by the Yankees? Um, is it? Oh, God. No hints on this one. Yeah, I know there's no hints. Oh, God. I'm going to sound like a complete doofus. Is it? It's not. Oh, my God. Is his, it, numbers, his numbers retired by all the teams in the MLB. False. Okay, never mind. <laughs> is it Mariano's number? Nope. Okay. Um, I'll give you another guess. Uh, give me. Uh, no, don't give me. Is it single digit or double digit? Single digit. Um, One. Incorrect. Okay. His number eight was Yogi Berra. Yes. And Bill Dickey. Yes. Okay. Bill Dickey. All right. Okay. So you're batting 50% right these now. These are good, Batting man. 500. I, I, yeah. I, I dug for like an hour for these questions. Some of them are stupid. They're like, what team did the Yankees defeat in the two th- in the 1927 World Series? Like, shut up. I don't know that. <laughs> Wasn't it the Brooklyn Dodgers? No, I don't know. No, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, number nine. Okay. What? Who holds the team record for most home runs in a season? The year is 1961. Ooh. Um, this was a famous year. 61. Um, I'm just going to go with Reggie Jackson. That is incorrect. Okay. Roger Maris. Yeah, that's that name. He had 61 home runs. That was the record in the Major League Baseball until uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in the summer yes. of 98, which was an awful ESPN 30 for 30, by the way. <laughs> would just like to point that out there. Was that the same one? No, that, sorry. I was just going to say, was that the same one with the, the foul ball catch? No, nope. that Cubs. was 2003. Okay, 2003. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Welcome to my trivia. <laughs> and that's Mike on sports. <laughs> Last one here. Then we'll get the actual sports topics. Listen, at least I'm... Be- okay, go ahead. You're four for this nine. Is, I'm four this, for nine. This one I think you might be able to get. Yes. Who was the last Yankee pitcher to win the Cy Young Award? Oh, my God. The year was 2001. 2001? 2001. When they lost the World Series to the Diamondbacks. Those um, bastards. <laughs> Don't over, don't super overthink. Yeah, I know. I'm. See, 2001 is just a blur, because you know, there was we had we actually that was 2001 was probably the last year we actually had good pitching. Was it Randy Johnson? That is incorrect. Was it Roger Clemens? Roger, I Roger Clemens. Damn it! <laughs> he went four for ten. Which honestly, this was a hard quiz. I I actually thought. You weren't gonna I got the it. David Cohn one. The David Cohn one was impressive. <laughs> I was very, very impressed with that. So good job on that one. Well, I was a pitcher at one point. So like obviously I kind of dug in a little bit more stats as a pitcher than True. well, as I'm saying a pitcher, I didn't even know who Roger Clemens was back in two thousand one. So <laughs> he's jumped around from so many teams, it, it's hard John- to Randy Johnson did pitch for the Yankees. He did right? for like a year in okay. like two thousand seven, maybe. I thought it was two thousand five because I remember MVP baseball two thousand five. May I have was, been. He was yeah. always the starting pitcher. May have been. I don't okay. remember when he retired exactly. But let's actually slide into some sports topics. Uh, PGA Screw Championship. You, uh, come on, you had fun. <laughs> no, I had fun. You had fun. <laughs> it was good. I'll wait P- till next week. <laughs> PGA Championship was this past weekend. It was awesome. I was watching golf all weekend long. Um, it was at one point on Sunday, the final round. There was eight guys within one shot of the lead. 
Colin Morikawa won his first major championship at 23 years old. No fire ants. Nope, no fire ants okay. this time. But he lifted the trophy and it broke. He just lifted it up and the top part just fell right off. That's I think that's a bad omen. Like I don't think he's gonna win another golf match in his career and he's twenty three. Isn't that the same thing as like the home run derby? Like people do so well in the home run derby and then they absolutely Yeah, no, that's that's an actual thing. Yeah. Even if you don't do well in the home run derby, because you just practice sitting home runs for like a week straight that you just can't lose your swing. The other notable golf news final round, Justin Thomas, world number one, showed a very relatable moment when he missed about a ten foot putt. And oh, wait. I could not tell you how that putt did not go in. I watched it 20 times. I don't know how it didn't go in. And the most relatable thing any golfer yep. like myself can relate to. Please, please say it and I'll, and I'll censor it. Yes, it's I just... will. He, after he missed the putt, just goes, dude, you've got to be kidding me. The, the most relatable thing of all time. I think I say that every time I putt. And it just shows that the world number one golfer is just like us. Yeah, I mean, I I, I can't even remember the last time I golfed. So uh, I probably will be the same once I golf again. Well, Matt. when we golf this year, we'll see who makes more putts. That'll be a little competition. Matt later. and I are going to do a live podcast as we're... As we're that will be challenging. <laughs> Why don't we do a podcast every time we go for a putt? That'd be tough. We'd also hold up a play. Oh, yeah. Then we'd be getting. I forgot there's other people that. on the golf we'll course. We'll just vlog it. We'll make a vlog. That's true. I am starting that up. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely. Moving on to the sad news that we got today. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. We have news, breaking news that the Big Ten and Pac-12 have postponed football to the spring, and Pac-12 have, has actually canceled or postponed all fall sports for the rest of the calendar year, which means their college basketball will not start on time. So it's something I think we knew was coming and people, people are, I don't know how to judge people online right now about this because some people are for the players and saying how sad it is for them that they should get a chance to play. Other people are like, it's not super safe to them for them to play. A lot of the players were coming out. Trevor Lawrence, who's the quarterback for Clemson's like probably going to be the number one pick this year came out and said, listen, it's safer for us to play because if we don't play and we get sent back home, we have less, less guidance on social distancing and wearing a mask and they have more more health coverage they said at school than they do at home which makes sense i mean it kind of makes sense like if you're with the team you're going to be around doctors all day getting tested constantly so you'll have more precaution that if someone does test positive they can you know quarantine for a bit but at the same time like they don't get paid and there's not going to be revenue coming in, so they can't really afford all that too well. It's just a, a whole mess. I don't know what your thoughts are on the situation. See, I'm taking it from a perspective of higher education because... That's I where it should there. come from. <laughs> I I am a little disappointed on how society is reacting right now. Um, because even with these football... Uh, sorry, not football players. Athletes. Student athletes. Student athletes. Now, for those of you who don't know at home... They are student athletes, not athletes, not just athletes. They're student athletes. Correct. So these people, society, I should say, that is complaining about the fact that they're not hosting fall sports. Meanwhile, Division Three, I'll say, because I know Division One or Two is kind of like. Well, they canceled all fall sports for so D2 all, and D3, so, which also, how do you say it's not safe for D2 or D3, but they didn't cancel D1 right away? That it's okay for them to do it. They're just trying to get money, if the yeah. NCAA is trying to do. No, and it, it, you're right, Matt. That's that's certainly something that's a revenue-making system, which is a uh, misinterpretation. Wait, it's, mis- it's misinterpreted that the fact that we are a profitable thing when it comes to D3 sports. And most of the time, no D3 sport is profitable. Nobody runs on scholarship. Nobody runs on anything. It's more uh, donor-based, alumni-based. Um, so it's... It's a little sad because some of these people that treat college football like their livelihood, mm-hmm. even though they're not college aged, um, you know, I, I get it for the players. My heart goes out to the players completely. Um, and the coaches, I mean, co- coaches especially, too. especially, you know, D1, D2, I mean, all the coaches, this is what they get paid to do. Like they recruit 24, 7, 365 days a year. And it kind of sucks that, you know, they bring in this recruiting class and they're not able to, to have a, se- a season. Well, hopefully they can play in the spring. Yeah, no, Which I, spring college football would be awesome. I would, I would advance to see that, and I think for us 
it's important that we all need to be safe. And I know people are saying like, we're more safe on the football field than we are in the classrooms and in the residence halls. Well, okay. But that's because you have students that are not actually doing their part in doing their part. Literally, they're not doing their part in socially distance. They're not, um, they're going out to parties. They're not wearing masks. They're, right. uh, you know, I'm not saying every student is like that. I'm just saying is there's going to be one that's going to ruin it completely for everyone. Yep. And that's why it is not safe unless everybody does their part. The only thing I would cancel that or counter that with is if, if it is for their safety and they do play in the spring, it's kind of tough to have student athletes play two college football seasons in eight months. Yeah. That is tough because football is one of the more violent sports and there's injuries every single game, every single practice. So it is very, it's going to be tough on their bodies, especially at this age. And then they expect to go to the NFL. It, you know, if, if, if the guys have all this wear and tear on their body, their draft stock's going to fall, which is going to happen this year too. I mean, if, if let's say they don't play in the spring, what happens to the 2021 NFL draft? They had a whole year mm-hmm. of guys not practicing. Now, if they're injured, maybe it helps them out a little more. But if you're a guy that's projected to go like sixth, seventh round, or even undrafted, you don't really get a second chance to like improve your draft stock, which kind of sucks. I think the management is going to have to take some considerations and seeing exactly where that that divvies up to, especially with with NCAA. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're saying football athletes itself can't have two col- two two seasons in the round of eight months. They're going to have to make some considerations. Yeah. It's going to be tough. The other thing to look into is if the XFL happens in February, how many student athletes leave college and go play the XFL for one season to try and improve the draft? First of all, the XFL would love that because a lot of these college athletes, I'm not going to say are better, but they're equally as talented as people in the XFL. And second of all, the student athletes, you know, especially if they're a guy that's going to go pro or expected to go pro. You can get a season making like I don't know, like fifteen grand a year. I don't know what the minimum of the XFL is going to be if they come back. Fifteen grand more that, than a college a, student has. <laughs> that's a sweet deal with me, especially if you do end up making the NFL. That's pretty sweet to me. Mm-hmm. I think the XFL is probably, you know, licking their chops on this one. No, I I, I agree. I, I, like I said, I think management of any department, I'll say, um, just kind of needs to be mindful of this upcoming year. And I feel like for us, it's just only a matter of time before transitions happen. And like, yeah, I I feel like if I want to say something completely plainly is get over it. It's going to happen sometime. It may take a year. It's just just going to happen. Just please just understand that everybody's human here and they're not just somebody that's on the television like and i think they will get it together the only my only concern is not with the schools you know decision making and the coaches and the conferences it's the ncaa because the ncaa is a joke yeah like a lot of the rules like they they don't care about any sport but football and basketball they really don't so hopefully they can figure it out because it seems like the ncaa can't do any anything good lately kind of like rob manfred (laughs) who we'll get to baseball in a little bit. He actually did something good today. We'll we'll get to that in a second. After we talk about our favorite guy to talk about in the NBA, Mike's favorite player of all time, Warriors, Draymond Green. The best person to sponsor a Crest commercial. Yes. (laughs) He he made some news. He was on TNT during the uh, basketball coverage. Talking about my sons, who are currently six and zero, playing the Sixers right now. I don't know if they're my winning. sons, like Matt, owns the team. They are my sons. Listen, this is the my, this is the first time I can be proud thought, to be a Suns fan. I thought you meant the Suns as like an offspring to you, and I was like, wait, what? No, and he's like, oh, my Phoenix, sons. Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Suns. <laughs> but Draymond was talking about our, the the star Devin Booker on the team, who's probably the most underrated player in the league. Talking about how he needs to get the hell out of a Phoenix to save his career. So apparently, Draymond is just thinking that Phoenix is terrible, even though they're the only undefeated team in the bubble. Can we just understand that Draymond Green has literally piggybacked on the team that has won multiple championships? Well, that, that's what I was going to talk about. First of all, he also got fined $50,000 for tampering. When especially Charles Barkley asked him, are you tampering right now? He says, I might be. So you got yourself a $50,000 <laughs> fine right there, you <laughs> idiot. But let's, let's talk about Draymond. So he gets drafted in the league with the Warriors. Yes. He won three championships. Yes. He plays with the best shooter of all time. Let's rephrase that. He won three championships by being a part of the team. Yes, that's fair. He plays with the best shooter of all time in Steph Curry. When healthy, probably the best two-way offensive and defensive shooting guard in the league with Klay Thompson. And he won two championships with Kevin Durant, who played like the best player in the world for those two years. Yep. 
this season, no Kevin Durant, no Klay Thompson, pretty much no Steph Curry. He averaged eight points, six rebounds, and six assists. He averaged a triple single. And this <laughs> man can talk about Devin Booker, who is almost about to lead his team to the playoffs after after they were like the least team anyone picked to make the playoffs this year. Needs to get the hell out of Phoenix. Golden State needs to get the hell hell away from you, idiot. Like, get, go get traded to, like, the Orlando Magic and see how you do. Go get traded to, like, the Timberwolves and see how you do. If you didn't have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, you would have done nothing with your career. He's a great defensive player. Yeah. But you can't be talking all this shit and then be like, oh, yeah, I can't even score 10 points a game in the NBA. Shut up. Didn't he also uh, express his interest in getting a max contract? I yes. feel like after the second time they won the championship. Yes. And he also... He didn't get along with Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant came to play for my basketball team, I would do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And clearly, they, they did good because they won two out of three championships with him. Probably would have won the third if he was healthy. Um, I had another thought, and I lost it. Matt's, I'm Matt's just going off right week. now. I think, I think Matt, it's, it's very close to home because he's talking about one of your favorite players. But yes. I also don't believe it's – it would almost be like – Wow, I was going to throw a horrible example, but I feel like I kind of caught myself there. It's almost like people, somebody saying, well, LeBron's not the best player because he's moving around team to team. But at the time, LeBron is leading in every freaking stat that he's on, no matter what team he's a part of. At least That's fair. he's leading in some type of stat. This guy, Draymond, is not doing any of that. Now, I'll give him credit. He's the, I believe he's the only player in the NBA that holds a triple-double without scoring any points. He does some things well. Great defender, good passer, good ball handler. But let's also not forget that when they blew the 3-1 lead to the Warriors, remember how they lost Game 5? He was suspended because he got too many technical fouls during the playoffs. I truly believe if he doesn't get suspended for that game, the Cavs don't win that championship. I I don't think they come back. Yeah. Draymond gave them the momentum by getting suspended. Because Draymond was also guarding LeBron at that point, too. Yep. 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 He was pretty much doing it all. Uh, Speaking of my Phoenix Suns, we need to have a talk. Because on the food time, we're gonna have a talk. <laughs> because I am, we're, we're six and zero. Oh. I don't know what the score is right now against the seventy sixers, but we're a half game out of the playing game. I need you to help me talk me out of something. <laughs> talk you off the ledge. I'm getting to a point where I'm convincing myself if we get the eight seed, that we can beat the Lakers, because the Lakers are struggling big time right now, big time. Okay. And I, the Suns are the hottest team in the league, and I know for a fact it's not going to happen. But I'm starting to convince myself. I need you to tell me why I'm wrong. Because, because I need I need to not convince myself of okay. this because I'm going to get my heart broken. Who are your Who are your best players? We have Devin Booker. Okay. We have DeAndre Ayton, who, when he remembers to show up for his COVID test, can actually play. Okay. We have Mikael Bridges, who's probably the best youngest defender in the league. Okay. Shut down Kawhi. Shut down TJ Warren, who was hot in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, shut down. Who else did he shut? He shut down everybody. You got Luka Doncic. Uh, Cam Johnson is the rookie who's playing really well. And we got Rubio, who's actually a veteran point guard. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to try to get over the LeBron and Anthony Davis factor. That's the big. But here's the thing: they're not playing well. Like even. But the thing they're playing. They're scoring like 25 points a game, but the rest of their team sucks. So so let's. They're, they're bad. Let's talk about something that happened the other night when I believe. Now, of course, the the team doesn't represent obviously how the outcome went about, but the Lakers were playing against last night. They were the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Yes. Nuggets. Pretty competitive in the East. West. West. Yes. Pretty competitive. <laughs> they also they also didn't play any of their starters in the fourth quarter. Okay. So when, what was it, like three seconds left? Something like three that. Three seconds yeah. left, ball out of bounds. LeBron yeah. was taking it out. Obviously, your first thought was, oh, my gosh, LeBron's going to try to do it, or Anthony Davis is going to try to do it. Right. Kyle Kuzma actually Kyle Kuzma. came up he did. with the three-point field goal for the win. I'll give him credit. Give him credit. Here's the thing that you should be afraid about is the fact that just because they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, that doesn't mean other players are going to step up and they're actually going to take care of business the way that they should. That's that's fair, but they haven't done it consistently. But the other thing that you have to keep in mind, too, is that the Lakers have already captured the seed, correct? Yes. Yeah, what I'm saying if they get in the playoffs. Okay. Like, if the Suns get the eight seed, there's a so seven-game series. So, technically, have to play, yes. Yeah, seven-game series. I think it's at least going six games. I don't know, man. The only reason why LeBron couldn't make it to the playoffs last year was because he was injured, and then that's when Lakers tanked. It's true. But looking at LeBron and when LeBron goes off in playoff mode, I and especially since Anthony Davis has very rarely done playoff mode ever, um, you're going to see... I am 
fully confident you're going to see a spark in Anthony Davis in their in the playoffs, and he's just going to go off. And I think the one thing that's really nasty about Anthony Davis is he's both inside majority, but can also work the outside. He can, and that's scary as yeah. well. Like when we played 2K and Chris Bosh, I would always do the pick and pop. Yep. For for 2K because I knew yep. Chris Bosh could at least make one three pointer during the time of playing 2K against you, yep. and you always fell for it. Yeah, because he didn't <laughs> miss. <laughs> it was insane. But this helped. I mean, I didn't really think of that. Like you know, they don't really have anyone to stop Anthony Davis and LeBron. They could put McHale, DeAndre, and maybe you will you will be taken advantage of at least. Is it the backcourt or the frontcourt? I always get that messed up. Backcourt, I think. But they also they're not going to put LeBron on Devin Booker. They're not. They're, like, they don't really have anyone to stop him. But, it, yeah, I mean, they don't. But, again, it's you could really run the same play as when Steph Curry's playing. Like, it's always a switch off, and it's always switching and, and running. True. And if you knock down Devin Booker, you pretty much you Oh, if he has a bad game, they're, we're done for. But this helped. You know, I, I've convinced myself maybe we won't win, but we can win a game or two. I feel like you have a good chance, Matt. Especially the hottest team in, hottest team in the bubble. Yeah, by far. I feel like you will certainly have a good chance. I will not deny you of that. However, I just don't feel like you'll have you'll have your Cinderella story that you're hoping for. Who knows? Uh, either way, I'm ah. just excited. This is the, like this is the happiest I've been as a Phoenix Suns fan. Like we actually have hope, and the fact that Draymond wants to say he needs to get out of Phoenix and they're the best team in the bubble. And here's the other thing: back to Draymond for a hot <laughs> Why does every good player on a bad team have to leave? They why can't really. they just why, why like the Suns? They drafted Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton was number one overall, Mikael Bridges was a good choice, Cam Johnson's been a good choice. They're building a solid franchise and a solid team right there. Mm-hmm. Like the Nuggets, the Nuggets don't have any big star, but they did it like the draft. Let's talk about the pace, like the Pacers at one point too. Yeah, like they had Paul George and, yeah, and but Paul now, George, yep. but now with the building that they have, yeah. like they're pretty competitive. Yeah, it's that, the same. Same with the apparent Sixers. The Sixers still has to work on a bunch of stuff, but like big time. Sixers were the biggest laughing stock in the entire NBA when for like three years. Was it the Heat time when LeBron, Wade, and Bosh were together? I think like, so. They just were absolutely just yeah. atrocious. It was, it was so. bad. Very, very. And then you got bad. the Brooklyn Nets. You got the Nets. Yes, Brooklyn Nets were yep. horrible, and now they're pretty content contending with yeah. Kyrie when he's healthy and 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 Durant when Durant, he's healthy. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah, I I hate this notion that guys have to like team up together or like they have to go to a big city. Like just build a team yourself. Like just become your own star. And the cities, these small town cities, love the teams. So like Devin Booker is the most loved person in Phoenix right now. And if he stays and they have a good team, he's going to be like the next Steve Nash for the team. Like Steve Nash is my favorite basketball player of all time because I just loved watching him play for my team. Like, the city of Phoenix absolutely loves If Devin Booker leaves, that franchise will never be the same. It's the same as burning when LeBron left Cleveland yes. for the Heat. It, I'm sure you'll see a lot of burning it's Devin not Booker jerseys. Good. It's not going to be good. <laughs> Remember today I was looking for the the, Dem- the Democratic uh, Senator yes. Cory Booker, and I thought it was Devin yes. Booker at one point. That was a solid <laughs> Devin moment. Booker might just happy. run for president at one point for all we know. It so. made me happy. <laughs> uh, last topic I think we have for today, I don't have it in front of me, uh, is baseball. So, Rob Manfred actually did something right today. Okay. So, there was a fight last weekend in the A's-Astros game. Not a surprise. Where <laughs> there was an A's, A's batter that got hit three times in one series and the second time in the same game. So, then he started chirping at the Astros dugout. And it was actually, I just found this out today. He was making motions at the Astros pitching coach on how to throw an actual slider. Because the last pitch he got thrown out was a slider in his back. So, then they were yelling at each other. Then the Astros hitting coach like kind of came out of the dugout and was like motioning for him to come forward. So the guy charged him, and then the coach like backed away, and like the players jumped in front and like tackled him. So the coach got a twenty-game suspension, <laughs> and the player got a six-game suspension. So the reason the coach got a higher suspension is apparently he used a slur in Spanish about the A's batter's mother. Oh wow! Yes, yes. <laughs> I think it's that was process, that was the reason he charged was because he said he said something about his mother, and also during a pandemic you can't be like, "Come on, dude, like let's go at it," and then hide behind your players. If you're going to motion to a guy to come at you, go at him. Yeah, mano you, y mano. I really, you can't. Yeah, you can't post something up like that. If allegedly, yes, you can't post something up like that and then decide to back away. And no, it's just yeah. I feel like anybody in the dugout. <laughs> like if you were in the dugout i'd be like no dude like 
<laughs> this is on you, no. man. Yeah, this absolutely. is on you. This is, we're no. not backing you up, but like, of course, no. team's a team. Like, you got to back somebody yes. else. But, but Rob Manfred, I think he actually did it right getting the coach more because he's the one that instigated the fight, and especially yeah. in a league where you have to social distance right now, you can't be egging on guys to fight. Also, it's also funny when um, umpires have to get in a talk with with a coach yeah, so and they, they get have thrown to out. Stop and put the masks on. It is hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely, there was Aaron Boone got thrown out a couple of games ago, and he just started yelling at him at the dugout. Gets out, gets halfway onto the field, just pulls his mask up. It's so funny, dude. I, I think we have to to understand. Get, getting back to what I was saying about coaches, I think we have to understand that getting hit by a pitch is part of the game. Yes. Saying a racial slur is not part of no, the game. That's it's not, not part of the game no matter what sport no. you play. So it's not part of life. I think Kamish Manfred yep. did actually uh, yep. drops a, to him. Yeah, very good thing as far as the actions that are especially during this climate right now that we're in. So um no, I, I thought at first I did a hot I was like, really? Like tw- twenty game suspension? Like really like players don't even get that much. But understanding you can get hit by a pitch no matter what. I've gotten, we've probably gotten oh hit by God. pitches so many times. The, intentional, non-intentional. <laughs> my first year of competitive baseball, I got hit every single game that I played. Every game? Every single That's game. A fun we fact. won the championship, so it was all good luck charm. We got ice. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, did you see baseball's looking at a bubble format for the postseason? I hope the frick they yes. do. So like, they might do, I saw like LA because they want to do like warmer climate for September, shit. October, yeah. and they're going to do one for the AL, one for the NL. So. There's hope that Rob Manfred actually might become a smart person now. Yeah, I know we we really talked a lot of crap about Rob yeah. at one point, but we still will. I yeah, we yeah. will. Yeah. I think it's it's this whole pandemic that has gone on about the fact of finding a plan, and then the plan kind of works. Adjusting the plan, my best, my favorite word of all time these past eight months, they'll pivot. And then they'll find another opportunity to do so. So I think Rob is just like we're on a first name basis. Rob is trying to figure out his his groove as far as figuring yeah. out what to do exactly. I think he's learning slowly, but the, we can't learn that slowly. No, no, he's got. You have to be gotta, proactive yeah. instead of reactive. You're the commissioner, of the third most popular sport in, in America, get it together. The salary would probably prove it. I think that's all we have for sports topics today. So it is now time for take it. Food it's a little serious, man. Yes. No, it's actually a fun, a fun take. It. Uh, I did a lot of. I read "Answer the Internet" from Burstool. Oh God. So this is a good one. I've probably seen this. <laughs> you probably have. If you were to be a part of a crew, 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 like C R E W, or a group, group, okay, of any movie or TV show, what would who would you choose? Oh my God. This is a tough one. There's a lot of choices. A lot. Of, I'm going to let you go first because I don't even know what answer I have, <laughs> and I've known about this for two days. Any any TV show, any TV show or any movie. So, like when you're part of the crew, it's not just you know hanging out, having a beer. It's more so like all the interactions that they have. So, <laughs> I have two choices. Okay. Um, but but I'll, I'll pick my primary choice. Okay. Um, I would either want to be a part of the Power Rangers group. That's interesting. I didn't think of that. Or, one. okay, Ron Burgundy and the Channel Four I knew, News team. I you were going to pick that one. Yeah, Power Rangers is interesting. I didn't think of that. So one. I cool. freaking loved Power Rangers as a kid. Oh, I watched great. every set from Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, which was back, I believe, in the two thousands, early two thousands. Yep. And almost leading up to, I believe, Power Rangers Ninja Storm. So it's like Power Rangers, um, Lost Galaxy, Power Rangers, Time Force, Power Rangers, Wild Force, Power Rangers, Sam or some type of samurai. Yeah, there are uh, so many Power Rangers, Dino Thunder. That was a good. I one. used to own like I used to own so many Megazords. I used to own so many Morphers, so many swords. Were you ever a Power Ranger for? Halloween? I was a Power Ranger for Halloween multiple times. I was oh Power Rangers, um, Lightspeed Rescue with the mm-hmm. Titanium Ranger. Did you play the video um, game on the on the Game Boy. We, I did. Yes, Boy Color Ninja Ninja Storm. Yep, Nin, that was the name Ninja Storm. Um, yeah, I freaking loved Power Rangers. And what's even better was with Power Rangers Dino Thunder, the white Power Ranger named Trent. Really? Yep. I did not know that. Trent. Shout now, it wasn't, wasn't the... I, I, I keep asking my parents, was that the inspiration? They say no. 
But I have a feeling that since they've heard it so many times in the TV show, I feel like they kind of lean towards Trent. So I have a fun story about those names. So my brother, his middle name is Tyler. Okay. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. You know who Steven Tyler is? Steven Tyler. Wasn't he? He's like that Power Ranger that's like. No, he's the singer singer from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. That's Steven Tyler. But the whole time, my mom had no idea. So after my brother was born, my brother's older. One of my dad's friends was like, "Oh, like what's his middle name?" She's like, Tyler. "He's like, oh, it's Steven Tyler." He's like, "Oh man, like that's so, so cool. cool." She's like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Well, you obviously named him after Steven Tyler." She's like, "Nope, didn't know that." <laughs> well, it's also funny that your mom was at actually at the the Live Aid concert. She was at Live Aid. Live yep. Aid with uh, Queen. Yep. My mom's gonna love that. She's getting face around. Holy um, crap, that's amazing! But anyway, Anchorman. Anchorman. Now let's put it this way: I feel like I could fit better with the Power Rangers. The Channel Four News Team is a niche my friend yeah hell of a ride but yeah yeah brian brian fantana i'm brian fantana <laughs> you have ron burgundy himself champ kind and did i hit everybody brick brick i can't forget you about brick, brick? Oh <laughs> i mean everybody forgets about brick when it comes well, to this team so that's true. just just the the chemistry that they all have it would be a total uh, challenge for for me to try to fit into the Channel Four News team, but uh, yeah, that'd be all, especially for how they treated Veronica. You, well, not saying that this is appropriate, but she was a woman. So at the time, that, yes, at, at the, the time, time it was based, it was a little based at. So um, that that was the whole thing based on it. But I I just feel like just hanging out with them, perms for everyone, <laughs> like it's just <laughs> new suits for everyone, and then just getting in the fights, man. Like you yeah. know, Brick getting with a trident. Like stabbed a guy in the heart with a trident. Maybe one different murder. <laughs> and then just just um, Brian Fantana's Jimmy cabinet and uh, you know cologne cabinet. Like you're you're basically set for a hot date, man. Don't, don't forget about the pancake breakfast. Your pancake, the pancake breakfast. breakfast. Especially you as a big pancake guy. Um, and then um, champs champs uh, chicken, uh, chicken of the rail, ra- yes, rail yard. Yes, that's correct. Yep. <laughs> Wait, yeah, chicken of the rail. Yeah. No, yes. chicken of the cave. Yes, that's, that's what it, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. He had bats that turned into chicken and when he was selling. So he you was selling watch the movie. Bat. Yeah, just watch the it movie. Just, it's amazing. <laughs> what about you? This is tough because like, I still don't. I, okay, I have. I think I know who I'm going to go with. Okay. I'm going to go with the cast of Parks and Recreation. Mm, I almost went for The Office in your sense. I would have went for The Office, but the thing is like, there's there's too many like clashing personalities there okay. i feel like with perks and rec and i haven't watched the full thing of perks and rec but i've liked what i watch they're they're a very cohesive group they work well together they do well outside of the office like i feel like it'd be a fun environment to kind of like work in okay if i were to pick a movie i think i would go with kind of the opposite of perks and rec i would go with dodgeball oh my gosh i didn't even think of that that would one. be a hell of a crew wow. to hang out with or the globo gym no, no global gym. No, screw average, average Joe's for life. But that, I mean, you'd got a guy that acts like a pirate, and then you'd—I I forget the names off the top of my Nobody head. Nobody bleeds my own blood. <laughs> Shout out, pirate, pirate Steve, pirate Steve. But that'd be a hell of a crew to go because you'd get the experience. Like, you'd have gym buddies too, which would be pretty cool. So, so let's. I so I feel like this take it is is very mellow as far as it. Yes. What TV show and group would the both of us? want to belong mm. to so us being together mm. interesting right too hot to handle for a tv show no, i'm just kidding <laughs> not. Absolutely not. love is blind messica <laughs> oh that's a tough question what do we both want to be a part of have you ever watched Kirby enthusiasm no okay it's a good show mm-hmm. um what would we both watch first take max kellerman and steve oh Smith. Oh man, Stephen A. Smith. I'm gonna give Stephen Smith. I was watching first take this morning. Yeah, and uh, the host Molly was like, "What's the one? Like, what's your concern with the guys in the bubble?" And Stephen A. goes, "Loneliness." <laughs> he goes, "If the NBA could let them bring in one person, a wife or girlfriend, I'm gonna tell you, it would change a lot of things. It would make a lot of progress." So, so, so Stephen I, A. Smith remains horny all times. <laughs> I just I thought of one. It's completely impossible, but I thought of one for a TV show. Okay. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's SpongeBob, Patrick, Mr. Krabs, Gary, Don't Gary, Gary. Meow. Squidward, Squidward, Sandy, <laughs> Sandy, Do Karate with Sandy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no. A TV show would definitely be SpongeBob SquarePants, just by the amount of. Oh, quote. I got one for the movie. Nope. TV okay, show. Okay, TV show. I'm Drake ready. and Josh. 
That'd be. <laughs> could you imagine the four of us living in a room? We're crashing on the futon. Drake and Josh are in their bunk beds. Oh my god, that'd be insane! Wow, blast from the past. That'd be insane. Yeah. Well, especially Walter. Oh, Walter's Walter. amazing. God. Megan. Megan. <laughs> Crazy Steve. You ate my enchilada. <laughs> my enchilada. Oh man. Yeah. I don't really have a good movie one for us. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Probably really Anchorman. Think. I think yeah. it'd be Anchorman. I mean, we have to. Remember, we tried figuring out with the four of us back in fourteen Woodcliff about um who who was who. who, was who. Yeah. We, I think we came to a decision that obviously I would be Ron Burgundy. I'd have to be champ. You have to be champ. I'd have to be champ. Waz was. I don't remember. I feel like we picked Waz as Waz Brian. Ah, Waz well, between mm. Brian Fantana and, and Brick. So I think Waz would have to be Brick. I think Waz would have to be Brick because Tyler's. Good, Tyler's Brian Fantana. We'll just leave it. Great at that. personality. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the Hangover. Oh wow! Be a hell of a crew, <laughs> partying with them, movie. trying to find one of us <laughs> the next day. That'd I don't think we've ever ended up losing somebody during during a night out. Uh, I feel like no. at the bar was, um, but like the yeah, bar. I mean, a bar. people people wander, but that that I think that'd be a good movie choice for us. Yeah, The Hangover, yes. SpongeBob SquarePants, Drake and Josh, Anchorman at times. Yep. I feel like one more we can throw in, but I'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent sure. I, I feel like. There's just there's just so many good combinations that we can come up with, but ah, how about this? We'll leave it up to you guys, yes. the audience. Um, I I don't I really don't want to end this podcast if I'm being completely honest. What else were we gonna talk? Uh, what's that? There was a sports... no no no. I was gonna say wasn't we gonna be talking? I just mean generally. Like oh. I just don't want this podcast to end because it's just so cool. Like <laughs> we'll have to make this a monthly thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we. Ha- I mean, you're you're coming up for classes. Well, no, you're actually not. No. So, but yeah. we'll make come up during the weekday. We'll make it work. <laughs> if you guys have ideas for things we can do in person as a podcast, hit us up on social media at Funny Business En on Twitter, Funny Business Entertainment on Facebook and Instagram, and Funny Business Entertainment at Gmail dot com. Yes, because we also this was kind of our pilot to see how we can do our live streams, mm-hmm. our twelve hour live stream that we want yes, to try to do. That's so I told Jenna about that. She wasn't too fond of it, but I was like, "We're gonna make it work." She's no, like, we'll "You're gonna talk the whole twelve hours?" I'm like, "No, we no. have so much room for yes, activities." So many activities. Like, <laughs> uh, Step Brothers. Oh <laughs> yeah. Ste- oh my god, that would be insane. <laughs> Smoked weed with Johnny Hopkins once. <laughs> um that no i i've i've not done that no. so neither not is a drug guy not a drug guy no beer guy always beer guy absolutely matt cheers to the freaking podcast in person podcast. you didn't hear that in the the, nope. the actual podcast but Clink. that was actually the first time we were actually able to cheers at one point but um thank you all so much for uh listening to today's episode or watching us on our youtube channel if you're watch listening on our audio portion and want us Want a little bit more of us? Make sure you flip on over to our YouTube channel and you get to see us all sexy in this futon. This is the last time you're ever going to see this futon, yeah. guys. So R.I.P. the futon. R.I.P. the futon. I also am not going to lie. I just put a ring stain on it, so I, it is a good thing. I did, too. Old. Okay, good. So it's, it's a perfect best, way to get rid of the futon. Best buds for life. Yes. We're putting rings on our <laughs> futon. <laughs> well, make sure you follow us on social media. And until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. That was epic. That was really cool. <laughs> I feel like dream on green. <laughs>